0: Everyone, Welcome to Hot Shots. Thanks so much for tuning in. So uh, today I'm talking with Aisha Barrow. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter from Hamilton. Um, she's like an R&B pop singer, and she also has a band called Life in the Tribe. Uh, Aisha, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, what the title Life in the Tribe uh, means to you?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so, hey, <laughs> thanks for hey. having me, Sarah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, yeah, so Life in the Tribe um, is sort of a name that I came up with. Um, cause it, it took me some time to sort of figure out a name. I wanted to step out um, from the Aisha Barrow sort of uh, music stuff. I love my name, mm-hmm. but it just it felt like my musicianship um, needed sort of a stamp all of all on its own. So, sure. um Life in the tribe. My name, Aisha, in Arabic means, you know, uh, she who lives, or a woman who who lives to the best of her ability. So that's mm-hmm. where the life part of the name comes from. And mm-hmm. um, the tribe part is like, uh, I'm not a singular unit. All of the music that I made is with collaboration um, uh, and in community with other musicians. I have a, an amazing community that helps me create the stuff that I need to create, the music that I need to create it. So that's where the tribe ha- um, part of it comes uh, from. And the music is is sort of an amalgamation between jazz, r and pop, funk, really anything um, uh, in sort of um, standing with this project, with this Life in the Tribe project. Um, mm. I I decided that like, I really didn't want to be sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, sort of uh, impeded by genre. Uh, I mm. kind of just wanted to make whatever my heart desires and that's where the pop part kind of comes in because pop isn't isn't um doesn't bend to genre pop can be anything right, right? so mm-hmm. that's sort of why i'm adamant in saying that i make pop music because mm-hmm. no one questions pop music when it when it comes in the form of rock when it comes in the form of r&b when it comes in the form of rap when it comes in the form of jazz you know so mm-hmm. it, um it's i like to say that i make pop
0: music <laughs> Totally. Yeah. yeah. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually find Aisha at all platforms at Life in the Tribe, all lowercase. And uh, you can find her on Spotify and stream her stuff. So, uh, Aisha, you know we're here today to kind of talk about like I guess the future of live music or the future of the music industry because all of it's kind of fucked right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess we're not really just talking about the future of the industry, but like how the pandemic has sort of highlighted the unpredictability yeah. of uh, the music industry as we know it. So. Um, I guess to sort of give a bit of background for you and for anyone who's, like, not directly involved in music, to sort of give a bit of uh, context for what life was like before the pandemic. um, Can you tell our listeners, like, a little bit about what your music career schedule was like pre-pandemic? Well,
1: pre-pandemic, I mean... I guess I could say that it wasn't totally different from pre to post pandemic, right. Or, mm. or can, can I even call it post pandemic during the pandemic? <laughs> we're yeah. not out of it Current yet. And pandemic, it's not, yeah. We're not, we're not seeing it yet. Um, right. But, um, pre pandemic, it was basically, um, like I'm not making a living doing this shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I love it. I want it to be my bread and butter, but it, it's not currently and it wasn't prior to um so the schedule was putting on shows the schedule was really having a nine to five and then a five to nine you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like i would go to work whatever that work is because i've had a billion jobs as most musicians and, and and people in this industry can attest to um it was going to work making money so that you can put your money into your art and then coming home basically sending emails to blogs and and djs and radio stations um recording writing spending my weekend doing that as well um and looking for shows to perform with me and my band having rehearsals too so that's what that's what life was like as a musician um uh pre-pandemic uh mm-hmm. during the pandemic you know everything kind of stopped everything slowed down we're not doing shows anymore right yeah. or live shows anymore so mm-hmm. i mean i was lucky i very very pr- privileged to have been able to like maintain employment during totally. the pandemic so life was mm-hmm. really just working working um and there's a luck in that but there's also like um, a fear in that as well, because mm-hmm. I had to still go into work mm-hmm. um, as opposed to working from home. So there was doing that, doing my regular nine to five with all the anxiety that comes with this pandemic um, and then coming home and trying to maintain a music career in an industry that was completely stalled or is completely stalled. Um, lucky enough that I, I would get shows here and there, but nothing that like could halfway sustain <laughs> <laughs> a mm-hmm, livelihood, right. right like yeah <laughs> I'd get one show it'd pay me like two fifty um, and the way that I operate too is that like whatever I make, I make sure that whoever is instrumental is- ac- accompanying me if there is one mm-hmm. is taking half of that as well um yeah. right, so mm-hmm. you know and that could be
0: like four other people
1: exactly exactly yeah. and and I'm adamant that pay is fair between everyone, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the detriment of myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just the way that it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, pre-pandemic you would do a show at at a club. You take in, I don't know, maybe whatever, and the cut might be like if you're lucky, the cut would be 40 between like each of you could mm-hmm. take $40 home. Or, um, if you're lucky. If you're yeah. lucky. If you're unlucky, mm-hmm. you're leaving with maybe five to ten dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, ouch. That,
1: like, who can survive on that? But that is just that's a testament to the love that you have for the craft.
0: You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm.
1: y- you're most willing of time to- it
0: costs that much, like just to get there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So we love doing this shit so much that mm-hmm. we're we're like totally okay with doing all these performances for nothing. For nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, whoever's listening to this, you know, like don't let that dissuade you from <laughs> falling a life mm-hmm. in music. It really, like the highs are so high, but the lows are really low. And that's just yeah. the reality of it, right? Like mm-hmm. the highs are amazing. You you get off of stage, you know, you've poured your heart out. It's amazing. But then like you go home and you calculate how much you've made and you're like, well, fuck. Um, mm-hmm. Are we, am I allowed to swear on this? <laughs> Oh, totally. Okay, yeah. great. I
0: just said fuck a few minutes ago. Okay,
1: great. <laughs> you look at it and you're like, well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> but that was it. And like in terms of like garnering shows um, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. that was tough too because, I mean, if we're totally honest, I mean, I hope you're okay with me being extremely candid during this thing.
0: Yeah, of course. But yeah, like, That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah.
1: If we're totally honest, Hamilton was already having a dwindling um, music venue sort of situation right mm-hmm. like yeah like um there were a couple of venues that you could go to um mm-hmm. but sometimes these venues like if we're going to keep it a hundred if we're going to keep it buck these venues depending on the show like they didn't really want r&b musicians to come and play like how many r&b shows do you actually go to in this city mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um yeah. or and and how many of those r&b shows are like old white dudes singing james brown you know <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. like that's their idea of r&b and there's a wealth of r&b God. in the city there's a lot of people doing it so who aren't yeah. like old white dudes singing james brown who have mm-hmm. this like grip on this idea of what r&b is so yeah so it was hard finding venues to perform in you'd send emails and people would be like sounds great and then never get back to you Mm -hmm. You know, so that was that pre-pandemic. During the pandemic, it's like, where were you going to get shows? You know, live streams possibly. And I've done a a couple of live streams, but maintaining Mm -hmm. that, especially on like Instagram Next to impossible.
0: (laughs) It's, you would think that like during, now 2021, it's been a year since COVID. Mm -hmm. Everybody is doing live streams. You would think that Instagram would update and like make it a little bit easier on everybody. But that thing lags so much.
1: It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just like. You guys have to get your shit together because this is <laughs> the mode in which people are having shows. It's the mode in which people are like conversing with one another. Why is yeah. this so bad? Why is this mm-hmm. so bad? But I have hey, no clue. Hey, you know. So I hope that <laughs> answered that question what life was like <laughs> pre and during.
0: <laughs> no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, um, how often would you have gigs pre pandemic? Um, pre-pandemic,
1: I was attempting, my attempt Mm. was to have a show a month, um, hard to do though, um, oversaturation, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's only so many clubs and venues that you can perform in, in this city. Having a show Mm -hmm. a month means like you'd be doing the same venues over and over again. So Mm -hmm. realistically, it was more like a show every three or four months. That's how Mm -hmm. much I was performing. Um, yeah uh yeah but the intention was to have a show a month um mm-hmm. and for some people that's even too little but that was the intention for me because the reality of it is like the band members too had their whole had lives outside of you know life in the tribe mm-hmm. stuff right so mm-hmm. trying to get rehearsals in weekly was so hard on everyone's schedule And it was hard for me, (laughs) like, too, because I'm like, hey, we got to do this. We got to do this. And people have exams and no fault to them. Mm -hmm. But like people have exams, people have jobs, people have other things, you know. So it was hard to get sort of that ball rolling as well. So it was about Mm -hmm. maybe every three months I'd have a show, I would say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, and again, you're being paid, you're basically splitting with the entire band. Yeah. So you're getting like, yeah, like, like average, maybe like 20 bucks. Yep. Pretty much. And that's every like three months. Pretty much. There's, there's literally, it's, it's like change, you know, (laughs) it's absolutely nothing. It's nothing. Truly. And Mm -hmm. like,
1: if I made more than $40 out of a show, I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) How did this happen? (laughs) Star status, honestly. (laughs) You know, I'd be like, oh my God, people. I am a god people are at my show you know
0: like that's that's what it is where's my grammy (laughs) exactly 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 um oh on average how much would you make from your music career monthly I guess we sort of answered that already yeah um, but I guess I, I guess like especially for you know smaller acts mm-hmm. um you know, like I talk about a lot with my blog um you know around our community yeah. um gigging is like the only way you guys make money really. yeah yeah and would you um yeah so was there really like any other avenue you can make money from that or was gigging basically it for you?
1: I mean i'm I'm a bit of a hustler.
0: so like mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't you know, life in the tribe. Was never my bread and butter. I mean, mm-hmm. the intention is always to make it my bread and butter. That's like what I wake mm-hmm. up thinking about when I go to bed thinking about, right? Yeah. Um yeah. but I was also doing backup vocals. Um mm-hmm. at one point in this music career, I was like doing top line vocals through this website called Sound Better. And people okay, would send cool. me like their yeah. beats, and I'd be like, they'll be like, I they'll like, I need a powerful, powerful, soulful mm-hmm. voice to do a little thing <laughs> over this. And I'd be like, sure. I'll Nice. <laughs> I'll do that you know I did a jingle for a car dealership um over Ooh. over um that car wash song you know work. Ooh, nice. yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did did a jingle for that so that's how it like I would mm-hmm. scrape by cash doing sh- stuff like that um yeah so I want to say that like monthly I'd make maybe 250 okay 250 okay. $2. a month mm-hmm with all of that but that the bulk of that was not coming from um shows you know yeah like it was coming from the backing vocal gigs that i had or um the top line vocal gigs uh Mm -hmm. uh, just other crap you know (laughs) like Mm
0: -hmm. whatever way i can
1: make money doing that
0: yeah and so um, i know that a lot of music uh musicians and like music students stuff they teach Mm. um have you ever taught or do you teach currently
1: I don't. Um yeah. I don't teach currently and I haven't mm-hmm. and I have taught before and boy, mm-hmm. let me tell you, that is not for me. Um
0: Oh, uh, it's it's totally your preference. Oh totally.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I it's the mm-hmm. it's more of a thing of the I respect teachers so much. Oh, um yeah. and it's a hard people job. yeah, it's such a hard job that I think yeah. you really need to like love it to do it well. Mm-hmm. And I don't totally. wanna be less than my best self in anything that mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And it's not a profession that I feel like I could be my best self in. Because,
0: yeah, like, course.
1: what, eight hours a day, I have to be on the entire time, 30 minutes for each kid, mm-hmm. potentially. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I, by the end of the day, I was not, I was like, I'm trying to get out of here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: So- <laughs> so, sprinting out the door. Yeah, yeah
1: it was exhausting. Um, so, no, mm-hmm. I don't teach. I don't teach.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, you know, that um, that backing vocal gig sounds pretty decent to have around um even if it's not you know a full-time gig it's it's something yeah it's right. a little bit more than you know yeah gigging all the time so. it is and the stories um, you get yeah. from it are crazy yep
1: oh is it really oh yeah oh my god i've <laughs> so many different kinds of human beings that i've seen.
0: that's amazing <laughs> for another podcast <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so very colorful right? very colorful yeah very colorful. So I mean if anyone's looking for a, a backup singer then uh, DM Aisha. Listen.
1: I will do it. You can be whoever. You can be your true self in front of me. Trust me, I've seen it all. I've seen the good and the bad and the very bad. So So She's seen worse, don't yep. worry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll
0: make it work. Mm-hmm. Um so pre-COVID, mm-hmm. what were your biggest or main concerns about the music industry, about maybe your music community and your music career. um, Pre-COVID, the
1: concerns were the same. I guess they're just heightened now. But Mm -hmm. if I'm totally honest with you, like prior to COVID, I saw this coming kind of, not the pandemic, but this Mm -hmm. sort of decline in venues, right? Like by Mm -hmm. the end of by the end of our last live performance which was in february of last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I l- literally remember coming from that and being like all right. I'm going to have to find like put on these shows myself. Like I'm going to have mm-hmm. to book a space and put on a show because all of these venues are closing. And that was prior to covid, right? Like god, yeah. Live music was dwindling and mm-hmm. and was sort of becoming gentrified if I'm totally honest with you. Yeah. There was, um, like, there's a certain space, there's a certain group that was buying all these spaces in the city. Um, yeah. and I mean, the way they presented it was that like, oh, you know, it's for the artists where artists run, et cetera. I have no business like naming them or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, I'm being very frank and candid <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but I remember reaching out to them and trying to book a venue and it was like $400. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like you can imagine how that somebody who's putting on a show and taking home 40 bucks, you know,
0: that's, that's, oh my God, that's terrible.
1: Not going to work. And frankly, like I get, I, they had the same idea that I was having, like Mm -hmm. essentially, but they just had the resources, right? This idea that like, Venues are closing up. Our artists needs need places to play. Why don't we just buy mm-hmm. all these spaces, right? But what about yeah. the up and coming artists? How do you foster um, a music scene in this city mm-hmm. when there's no place to play music? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that my biggest concern was finding venues to play because performance mm-hmm. is so important to us. You know, mm-hmm. uh, building this community. Is done through performance, giving spaces it's for the entire our...
0: point. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you know. So, yeah. a space for our friends to play and commune and hear each other's music. That mm-hmm. was my biggest concern, and and actively, I was looking for spaces to play that were outside of like the music venue, um, sort of mold. Because I'm like, I have to get creative with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's expensive, and the best way to do this is to find a space to put on shows. And I had found spaces, you know, Mm -hmm. I was looking at them, but you know, everything shut down. So I couldn't quite follow through with, um, yeah. Any of it really. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. God, it's, it's like without, without small artists, Mm -hmm. you don't have an art scene. Nope. You don't. It doesn't exist. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't (sighs) exist. Not one bit. And, Again, like I'm grateful for the city. I'm grateful for the commun- community that I've created, or the community—not mm-hmm. created, but the community that that has um, welcomed me. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this thing that the city does where it calls itself a music city, right? Yeah. But it doesn't really give the opportunity for musicians to actually um, thrive in the city. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's only gotten worse. Exactly. So that
1: has to be addressed. That oh, be definitely. Addressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's i mean uh, it's not for the musicians to fix it it has it's on it's no. on
0: the powers that be yeah 100 um how has your routine changed since COVID?
1: um again uh i'm lucky that like my nine to five is still employing me mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the routine in that sense has maintained um yeah. uh my routine truly has actually kind of stayed the same if i'm completely mm-hmm. honest with you every day I wake up at around uh 6 or 7 a.m I go to work yeah I come back I maybe relax for like an hour and then I will start doing music stuff you know mm-hmm. I'll s- send emails I'll write I will um maybe record an an IGTV video um mm-hmm. Uh, but there, for, during the quarantine, uh, during the first stages of the quarantine, or from mm-hmm. March of, of um, 2020, yeah, from March of yeah. 2020, um, everything was sort of up in the air. And the year prior, um, if we're talking about uncertainty, I had a lot of anxiety based around the uncertainty of the music industry in general. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I'm a Taurus. I love security. I love knowing what my next step is. I love knowing what the plan is. I love knowing that I am going to be okay. Um, And this is not the career to be in. (laughs) If if you value those things, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) like, but you know, silly me, I did it anyways. um, Mm -hmm. So I put myself in such a like state, um, because mm-hmm. of that. And also there were other things happening in my life that you know about and we've talked about before that were mm-hmm. like, you know, harmful to my sort of mental health so that I took a bit of a break, totally. you know, mm-hmm. a bit of a break during mm-hmm. the quarantine because I was like, yeah. nothing's happening anyways. And I've spent so much time freaking out about this music industry that I think it's about time that I take a break. I haven't, I've been working yeah. since I was 14. Um, I've literally never had a break. <laughs> yeah, and my mind won't allow me to have a break either. So I took a bit of a break um, from everything, mm-hmm. and now it's me getting back into routine. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think my routine has changed. It's it's me rediscovering routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, that's a well deserved break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we all need it. Just, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, a a little bit more background into the music industry and being an independent artist. um, Besides getting paid basically pennies for gigs, (laughs) um, it takes it takes uh, it producing music recording um putting just creating music in general really drains you dry
1: absolutely um
0: so i kind of want to talk to talk about like the average price for like recording production um you know uh photo shoots um you know release art all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff um do you want to talk a little bit about um your experience with that yeah of course
1: um mm. Yeah, no, it's expensive being an artist. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> That's what they mm-hmm. don't tell you. They don't tell you that yeah. you have to spend money before you ever make money, you know? Um, yeah. uh, I would say, when you're in the position that we are as independent musicians, you have to get creative, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to figure out <laughs> what you can trade, what, what what part of your labor that you can trade so that you can get something back for free or it's et- etc. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, average for me average in this city cuz it depends on the tier of artists artistry that you're in right so as an right. independent average in this city um if i'm thinking of how much it costs to record um maybe about record mix and master a single mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's any anywhere from 200 to 300 mm-hmm. so if i'm having a nine album nine song album or, um, sorry, a 10 song album for that's And just the mixing and mastering part is going to cost me anywhere from 2000 to $3,000. Um, yeah. if we're talking about distributing it, it depends on the aggregator that you go through. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through with something like a CD baby or a tune core, you pay per album or per song. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is isn't American pricing as well. So they'll say it's nine ninety nine, but you know, um, if you convert it to Canadian dollars, it's some somewhere around four, 15 to 20 bucks for mm-hmm. a single. For an album, for one of those aggregators, um, for CDB or like TuneCore or one of those, anywhere mm-hmm. from like 49 to 69. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes you have deals where it's 29. Um, right. I've been recently using a distro kit where that's more of a subscription model. Mm-hmm. So you pay yearly. Um, and you're the first time you sign up, they, I think they cut it for in half. Mm -hmm. So that was about, um, 30 bucks American. So around 45 to $50 Canadian, but normally it's, Mm um, $75 American. So we're talking a hundred, 150 or something like that. I don't know. Um, so that's for the distribution aspect. If we're talking photo shoots, um, if you have friends, amazing, hit them up. i need to take yeah. that advice myself, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have friends, amazing, hit them up. If you don't, um, student photography, maybe. True. May, yeah, and that's maybe like 275 per session. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want more, it can literally range from anywhere between like 500 to, you know, like. Upwards, it depends on the photographer, really. It depends on your budget. Um mm-hmm. There's so much other stuff too. Videography, like, again, if mm-hmm. you have friends, amazing. Students, amazing as well. Um, But mm-hmm. that can range anywhere from like 600 to, 600, and 600 is like the bare minimum, videography, mm-hmm. to thousands, right? So mm-hmm. there's that as well. So it costs a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It costs a lot per project. But the thing is, if you want quality,
0: Mm -hmm. you have to pay for it. You just do. Some people get lucky, but it's uh, the majority of the time if you want something, yeah, like really, really amazing, you're going to have to pay a ton for it absolutely it sucks for small creators because you end up you know paying more for the project than you ever get from it absolutely and for Mm -hmm. the
1: you know some of us some people get really lucky and get scooped up when they're 13 and they have a development deal and the the Mm -hmm. record label pays for that but also the caveat to that is that the record label expects you to pay all of that back once you're signed Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. but a lot of us aren't Lucky in that sense, and for the first, however many years of your career, you will be absolutely one hundred percent spending a shit ton more than you will be getting back.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, honestly, it's like incredibly discouraging. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Truly, Have you ever felt?
0: Yeah. I mean, what are what are your feelings around that? Have you ever felt sort of like, is this even worth it? Oh, like every day. <laughs> Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like every day, but I love it so much that like the, like I know like as I'm saying all of this, it's just like a damper. But the reality of this is Mm -hmm. that like, I keep getting stories of people being like, I never doubted it for a single day, whether I would make it or not. And, and -hmm. like I always believed and I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of faith, a lot of faith in myself. At the end of the day, my hope outweighs my fears. But the fact is, Every day I look at my bank account and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, yep. like, I know where I envision myself. I know what I want to be. I'm extremely ambitious. I know exactly what I want. And I'm not there yet. So it's hard to reconcile mm-hmm. that, obviously, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know, every day I'm just like, why the fuck am I doing this? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I listen to some of my songs and I'm like, this is why the fuck I'm doing this. Like, I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And yeah. I don't think, mm-hmm. I, I, no matter what, what the career turns out to be Mm -hmm. i will never stop making music right Mm -hmm. like i will Mm -hmm. always make it even if it it, even if it's always my like side hustle it will always be something that i do so Mm -hmm. yeah i just i feel like you know we just need to be more honest about this process um Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like mystery and and sort of like like what's the word i'm looking for um it it feels shrouded in mystery for a lot of people, right? Like sure. nobody knows how to make it in this industry. We're all kind of just doing what we can. There isn't a blueprint. And when you mm-hmm. hear about people who make it, there's this, there's this fallacy of meritocracy of like, Oh, I worked really, really hard. And you just have to work really, really hard to get here. And I'm like, we have to be yeah. honest sometimes. Yeah. Hard work will do the trick. I I'm not, I'm not saying that like you shouldn't work hard totally, mm-hmm. but like, Look at some of your favorite artists. What kind of access do they have? Who are their parents? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. It's mostly luck. Exactly. And yeah. we, we just have to be honest about that. With all of this mm-hmm. being said, like, I believe in myself. I know that mm-hmm. I'm going to make this my um, my bread and butter. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. worried about that. But in the midst mm-hmm. of
0: it, it's hard as fuck. And I just think we need to be honest about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, I, I definitely agree with you. I don't think that there's any any downside to being honest about yeah. just how difficult this industry is. It it is very very
1: difficult. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it won't happen, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I know so many musicians who have anxiety, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> have anxiety, yeah. and it and it's like it could be. Um, it could be a genetic thing, but also I think a lot of it is a result of like going at it. And in an industry where like you hear no way more than you hear. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. So, and like, you're always worried about your future and that is anxiety Mm -hmm. inducing. You know? Like Mm -hmm. there was prior to taking that break in 2020, there was months where I would wake up every day in a jolt worried about, you know, my career. and, Mm -hmm. and, there's also that part where like, if, I have to, if I'm have, if i honest with myself about how hard this is, mm-hmm. it in turn also allows me to give myself grace, you know? Yeah. Like to mm-hmm. say, hey, this shit is really hard and what you're feeling is not illogical, you know? And you can't yeah. smile your way yeah. through everything, but mm-hmm. you know you're doing the best that you can. So allow yourself to enjoy some shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So for anyone that's interested in getting into uh, music, mm-hmm. <laughs> um (laughs) definitely definitely more of a hobby um don't don't expect to make uh big bucks out of it basically well not
1: (laughs) uh, not right away is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. not right Mm -hmm. away i want you to like understand that like it takes a lot of work to get to where you need to be and it takes a lot of patience Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um I never want to say that you can't do it because I I also, like, I have an abundance mindset. I think that, mm-hmm. like, there's enough for all of us, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the issue, I think, with the industry, and that's not us, is that it forces us to believe that there can only be one, right? Oh,
0: Yeah. Oh, I definitely agree with you. There's always room for everybody.
1: Yeah, there's room yeah. for everybody. So yeah. I think the anxiety comes in where you're, where you're, when you're told there's only room for one person, you know? There can mm-hmm. only be the one mm-hmm. person who does this. And you're like, but I do it really well too. Like, why can't there be room for me? Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm not saying that do it just as a hobby. I'm just saying mm-hmm. like the reality of it that is that it's really hard. And I say, Mm -hmm. and again, I say all of this to knowing that like the highs are really high. Like Mm -hmm. when I put out a song, I'm the most excited I've ever been. You can't tell me I'm not Beyonce when I put out a song. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can't tell me that I'm not the shit. Yeah. You know, but also, Mm -hmm. also, uh, you know, when I look at that and I, and I, and I think about how much I'm putting into it versus what I'm receiving back monetarily. Cause emotionally yeah. what I'm receiving back is far beyond, you know, what I get from my nine to five. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the, that's the sort of the trade off. Like what I get mm-hmm. back emotionally from music is so amazing. It fulfills mm-hmm. me entirely monetarily. Monetarily mm-hmm. what I get back currently, not so much, <laughs> <laughs> but with all of that being said, Sarah, like, Truly, I believe in myself. I believe Mm -hmm. in what I will be able to achieve as a musician. Mm -hmm. So I'm not necessarily worried about making it my bread and butter or like worried about making money money off of it. I know it's going to happen. But in the midst of it, man, (laughs) it's hard. (laughs) So I'm saying go for it. Your story is going to be totally different from mine. Your process is going to be totally different from mine. Um, If you do it, you could you could make make money in two years you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's just your process it means that you've hit your stride and you know what you're doing and people are really connecting to it right Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um that's just not my um my race right now my race is completely Mm -hmm. different um it's different for everyone yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so do it because you love it um and that'll sustain you i think
0: Beautiful. yeah. What do you think is the biggest lesson uh, that this pandemic has taught you about the industry? Everything is precarious. Um, Mm.
1: And there is no one way to do anything. And if I didn't Mm -hmm. know that before, I certainly know that now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we all go to these webinars and these seminars and these meetings and these networking events, um, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out the blueprint for this industry right mm-hmm. we go into it with a fervor like how do i get successful how do i get successful how do i get successful and i think what i what i understand now is that everyone is doing it <laughs> no one really knows what they're doing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I don't. Right? No one really knows what they're doing, but they're just doing stuff. So just yeah. do stuff, you know, like,
0: just like. Shoving shit out there and hoping it works. Exactly.
1: Like I think of you, yeah. like you have your podcast, you have your blog, you have an interview mm-hmm. series that's coming up, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just about doing shit, right? Like, yeah. And, and hoping that something takes. Um, and it's also about, and there's a practice involved in that, right? Like mm-hmm. you hone your skills in the process. Um, also the thing that this pandemic has really given me too, is that like practice is so important. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my God. You really yeah. cannot skate by on just, you know, y- your pure talents. Like you do need mm-hmm. to practice and, and, and to foster those abilities. Like mm-hmm. I've gained now
0: all, all creatives do. Absolutely. God, I need, I need so much practice. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. And and if you look at, you know, the little videos that you put up on YouTube or the songs that you write mm-hmm. or whatever, if you look at that as practice, then they're not useless. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. a usefulness to everything that you're doing. Um, totally. I mean, during this pandemic, from putting out like just videos and stuff like that is when, and mm-hmm. this is so weird, but it's like, it's it's when I really started liking how my voice sounded, Right. So cool. prior yeah. to this, I was always like, oh, you know, I think I'm an all right singer, but you know, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm okay, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. listen to it now and be like, I really like the tone of my voice. I like, wow, awesome. yeah, I like the way that it sounds. I like how it sounds different. I like, I mm-hmm. like, you know, the nuances and the little inflections in it. So there is a positive side to this sort of solitude that, I, that I'm in mm-hmm. right now. Yeah mm-hmm well you have an incredible
0: voice so thank god you're seeing that thank you <laughs> <laughs> no problem thank you Hmm. um so for for any like musicians or i guess like creatives in general mm-hmm. out there that feel kind of stuck in a rut during this um do you have any like tips for them about like maybe trying something new or again like practicing i don't know do you have any tips for that yeah Whatever that idea
1: is that you're sitting on that you don't think you can do, just do it.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know
1: if that like is helpful, but I think we all have these ideas where we're like, oh, maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that. And then we're like, "Mm, no, I don't have the resources. I don't have this. I don't have that. You know, Mm -hmm. just do it. Mm -hmm. Literally just get Mm -hmm. up and just like, just like do it. It's that's that's the tip no one especially when you're a creative like trying to figure this shit out on your own no one's gonna force you to do it no one's going to like in court encourage you you know uh, if you have good friends you know maybe they'll be like hey just do it and stuff like that but sometimes you don't even say these ideas to the people that we're closest to right mm-hmm. so just get up and do it like what better time than now truly you're in solitude. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like who cares? You know, at Mm -hmm. least you did it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's the beauty of, of sort of, I mean, there's a lot of tragedy and grief within this pandemic and we don't, we don't ever want to say that there isn't, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. horrible like shit happening as a result of it. But Mm -hmm. I refuse to be in a space where I'm not exploring anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, everyone, no one's making money right now. Even, I mean, besides nope. the top 1%, but no one's making money right now, right? So like, yeah. yeah, you're not doing it to make money. You're doing it to just fulfill your emotional needs and your expression as an artist. So just do it. Just do it. That is my tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. That's that's an awesome tip. I mean, I need to listen to that as well. Same. I say it yeah. and I need to implement <laughs> into my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much easier to say than yes. to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um do you have any like predictions for the uh near future of the music industry do you see any any fluctuations coming anytime soon or is that like way too far ahead
1: it's what it's really far ahead um Mm -hmm. in the near future no in the distant future Mm -hmm. yeah i see musicians getting really fed up with the system of streaming Mm-hmm. um small time mm-hmm. musicians in, in in particular and like yeah. really rallying to do something about that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but that's in the distant future i'm um, mm-hmm. in the near future for myself i see myself blowing the fuck up and doing some amazing <laughs> things as an artist but
0: <laughs> looking forward
1: to that <laughs> <laughs> i'm messing around that's in the near mm-hmm. future <laughs> yeah. no um For the community that I'm in, what I do see in the near future, yo, Mm. and Sarah, I know you know this. There are so many (sighs) artists within our community that are so criminally slept on, like, yes, it's unbelievable. We have such amazing talent in this city. Mm -hmm. And like, they are not getting opportunities that they deserve. And these are Mm. like... These are world class musicians that can stand toe to toe with the best of the best. I don't care what anybody says. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I think of immediately the people that I'm working with. Like, mm-hmm. and I will name some names. Like, Juliana yeah. just put out a song that like could be on pop incredible. radio literally right now. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? It's so good. Like, yeah. fucking incredible. You know, mm-hmm. I, producers that I work with. I work with English. I work with Nathaniel mm-hmm. Pollard. I think you had him in your. Yeah. Um, both of those names. Yeah. Yeah. The, f- the first episode of this, actually. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I work with Anglish. I work with um, uh, uh, Shanika, Shanika Maria. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who else? Garrett. Garrett is a fucking chameleon. He can produce anything, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. criminally slept on musicians who deserve their flowers. And in the near yeah. future, I truly, with every fiber of my being, see these people doing amazing.
0: And, mm. you! and you. And <laughs> no, <Aww>. I'm screaming. <laughs> Thank you. And you.
1: No, because like <laughs> you keep putting these artists on and you have a great ear for music and like you put in the fucking work. So that's what I see in Thank the near you. future. Like I am for all that I say about how hard this shit is. And I know we all experience it, you know, because we mm-hmm. wake up and mm-hmm. we're like, fuck, I'm really trying to get this stuff going. But it's really hard and I don't yeah. feel heard yeah. and I don't feel seen, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I really think that like the way that we're going to be seen is if we come together as a community and we say to each other, I see you, you know, Mm -hmm. does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Like Mm -hmm. I see you and I believe in you and I know that you're going to do amazing shit. And I know that, like, I know it, I know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I know Mm -hmm. it, but I, but I promise you in the near future, in the near future, we will be working collectively to put a stamp Mm -hmm. because I, yeah. I mean like this city is amazing but this music is beyond the city mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like yeah so I just in the near future and I truly mean that I see these people doing amazing things
0: myself included there we go hmm <laughs> mm-hmm yeah i mean we we can't all work as individuals no it's you know we again there's room for everybody and the only way that the only way that we go up is if we go up together and we all support one another absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. so Um, yeah that's my rant (laughs) yeah (laughs) anytime honestly yeah that's what this podcast is for yeah it's for (laughs) ranting um so we you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier about like uh mental health right now Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and having to take a break um uh what what sort of tips do you have for somebody who's feeling really down about um about their industry um about the world around them right now um would you suggest taking a break or what what have you done to sort of lift yourself out of that yeah i think
1: Mm -hmm. there was a point in this when you were when you came into this industry where you were doing this for fun right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. everything was a discovery. Everything was super duper fun. And then you decided to make it like to pursue it as a career. And then it became about making money with it. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think you have to find a balance. You Mm -hmm. have to tap into that curious child that still lives within you and wants to learn about, you know, whatever artistic industry you're in and wants to just create without Mm -hmm. that added, um, pressure of making money Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um and i think the best way to like sort of mitigate mitigate um mitigate wow i can't speak (laughs) (laughs) the anxiety is to tap into that that part of yourself where you're actually just exploring and creating for fun um Mm -hmm. and it's what i'm getting into um i can't say that i'm all the way there i still get very anxious and i still get very worried but Mm -hmm. I'm in a much better place now because I'm really trying to focus on putting out music a, that I enjoy Mm -hmm. that I have fun making and also taking time to make music that nobody necessarily needs to hear. (laughs) Like it's just for Mm. me, it's just for fun. So I would really recommend that.
0: Mm. And it's also like, totally okay Mm -hmm. to be feeling down right now yeah and um and completely fucking normal and like honestly like expected
1: yes exactly so yeah absolutely (sighs) this idea Mm -hmm. that that we have to maintain um sort of like positivity (laughs) all year round Mm. is just a it's not human it's not how we operate and b Mm -hmm. we're in a motherfucking pandemic yeah (laughs) like if there's any time to feel down yeah it would be now
0: mm-hmm. even like outside of the pandemic mm-hmm. like that's it, it's it's extremely uh toxic mm-hmm. that that sort of mentality that everything has to be happy go lucky all the time absolutely absolutely because right? it's just not that's just nobody experiences that no not a single person does no no
1: I mean, I have this like theory about, um, (laughs) about life and, and, and sort of what emotions are supposed to feel like. And Mm -hmm. um, my idea is like what I'm seeking for always is joy and joy isn't Mm -hmm. about being happy or Mm -hmm. sad. Joy is Mm -hmm. about sort of living in that space in between where you can see the good things, but you understand Mm -hmm. that there are also bad things Mm -hmm. and like, that's okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the place that I'm
0: aiming for always. Mm-hmm. Well, um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Oh, We covered quite a bit. <laughs> we did. I think we did. We covered so much. <laughs> <laughs> we covered
1: quite a bit. Um, yeah. Oh No, I, I guess, no? you know, Beautiful. I would, I would probably yeah. just say that like f- the finality of it is that like, I hope anyone listening to this doesn't, hear hear it as like me discouraging
0: them from getting into the music Mm -hmm. industry like well definitely no yeah Yeah, i mean this is just about talking about the reality of things you know and and how how we want to improve the industry because you know we want to stay in it yeah
1: and i'm i'm really excited about like the future of music truly Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, yeah, so I, I'm excited for the avenues unseen and and what innovation occurs from spry people like you know like myself and the musicians that I know who are sort of forced to create a community for themselves. You know, yeah, I think yeah. something really beautiful comes out of that. So mm-hmm. I, I am very very excited for the future of the music industry. Me too. Yeah,
0: I'm so looking forward to it um okie dokie well i guess that's kind of everything um are you are you working on anything right now do you want to plug yeah of course um Mm -hmm. i have a single that just
1: came out called type um Mm -hmm. yeah uh so it's on everybody should go
0: stream that immediately yes on all platforms yes Uh, it's fucking fantastic
1: thank you thank you Mm -hmm. and i am hoping to release a new song um next month actually end of next Ooh. month yeah so cool. i'm excited for that but you can catch me on all yeah. streaming platforms life mm-hmm. in the tribe all one word all lowercase um mm-hmm. uh yeah and follow follow me because we live in a digital age where people think followers means you know
0: <laughs> you're a viable <laughs>
1: musician so follow me
0: <laughs> very true yeah very true um yeah go follow i'm Aisha at life on the tribe on uh, instagram facebook wherever you want to find her exactly. uh, and yeah go stream her stuff she's an awesome musician she's very talented and if you're looking for some voice work i mean hit her up i got it like <laughs> yeah i am your girl so <laughs> there you go she's okay. seen everything so don't be embarrassed <laughs> uh
1: i've had every job in the world there's no embarrassment here for me trust me <laughs>
0: She she literally has, like, cleaned houses before. So I, I promise you, she's seen everything. I've seen everything. Everything. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. Uh, this was awesome. I loved to have you on. And um, I should totally have you on again. Please. Because you're a great talker and I like talking to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you for having mm-hmm. me. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right. Have a great day. Thank See you. you. Bye.